1: At LuckyLandSlots.com,
2: available to players in the U.S. excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
0: Yes. What you eating, Gussie? Oatmeal with peanut
2: butter. Okay. Come That's on. It. Yeah. I, work, I, worked I worked out. I just came yep, to work I, out. You worked out
0: this morning already?
2: Yeah. So come on. Up fitness.
0: You. Okay. Will you just you. train me? Will you just train me? Like I go to Equinox. No.
2: I won't no. train you. What? no more labor i'm not i'm not doing labor this year 2022 i'm not doing any i'm not doing much for labor that I don't have to. i'm sorry i'm sorry, I'm sorry you, were Black like fit, you were a fitness trainer i was i was an awesome fitness trainer i was very good at it
0: and you wouldn't even want to make a, a bug
2: no i have books
0: you know what <laughs> she said no i have bucks. i don't need i don't need your extra bucks i don't need your little your little <laughs> coins <laughs> no i, don't I, I have the bugs there's only one place to learn the latest. There's only one place to hear the greatest. There's only one place for your information. It's the awful podcast. What? podcast? Okay. podcast. Hey. It's the awful podcast. It's the No other hosts like me. Come check it out, you'll see. All right, y'all. It's a brand new episode of Off Book presented to you by Broadway Black. We're ready to hit our mark and we're ready to do it right now. I'm Drew Shade.
1: I'm Nguzianyahu. I'm Kim Exum. And
0: here we go, y'all. It's time to go Off Book.
1: Kim, 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 Kim.
0: Kim. I know, right? <laughs> Kim is like halfway here and halfway not. She has real life obligations today. Furniture is coming. Her child is off to school. They in school. Oh, it's January. I'm like, are they in school? But I be forgetting. Like, I think all the time it's summertime because I'm no longer in school. Um, but it's actually wintertime, and you guys are cold, aren't you?
1: Yeah, I'm freezing. It's very cold in here, and I don't understand what's going on with my heat. So,
0: I am in Vegas, so it's not as cold. It is cold, but it's not as cold. You guys had a snowstorm, and I missed the whole thing. I come back later on tonight. Um. And don't,
2: don't come back. Stay, there's nothing for you here. Stay is there. it still
0: <laughs> snow outside? Is it melted yet?
1: no Oh, where I'm at, it's melting. It's melting, but it is yeah. not melted. Not okay. melted.
0: Okay. Well, I'm hoping by tomorrow, by the time I get there, it'll be a little bit more melted. And um, I won't have to deal with it as much because I have to go see MJ, the musical, uh, tomorrow. Um for the opening. I'm excited to go to I've heard nothing but great. Things about this show. Um, and they awesome. also have sponsored all of our January episodes. You guys thought you didn't get any episodes for the month mm-hmm. of January, where you're getting all four at once for Black History Month, for the start of Black History Month. You're getting all four episodes from January. We did record, we did do the work and have a good time. So go back and listen to those in bulk and thank MJ the Musical for sponsoring um, our show for the month of January. And they will continue to do so uh, coming up. And I can't wait to see the show tomorrow night, February 1st, as they open. Um, so get your tickets to MJ, the musical. Uh, I think it's like the hottest thing on on Broadway right now. Like I haven't heard so much uh, uh, praise about a show in ever like.
2: In a I'll see you opening too. Yeah.
0: Are you going to opening too?
2: Yeah. It's my, it'll be my second time. I want to go once a week.
0: Oh my gosh. So my friend Ayanna. It makes, Ayana, it makes has, me feel um, good.
2: It makes me feel good.
0: My friend Ayanna who does the what's up Broadway podcast has Went one night and then called me like right after talking about sh- it was so amazing. Then the next night a show she was supposed to go to got canceled. I think she was supposed to go to M2, M2, uh, Intimate Apparel. They canceled the press for that show, and so she went and bought tickets to MJ. And then she and she sat front row. And then she went and bought tickets again, like two more separate nights for front row, just so she could go like more i'm like girl are you front row, jesus yeah like is it that good
1: like i'm um it's 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 it, in it, a concert it but my front row that's yeah like, i think it's more of a front, front mezzanine
2: front. show yeah i think it's the front mezzanine show it's, i don't like, I, so know. I think I, most I shows are mezzanine shows. shows yeah i think cl- the clutch clutch seating i think is mezzanine for the for M- yeah. Okay. So you see, yeah i think like to watch it like like concert seating, it's like, like yeah, central awesome.
1: orchestra or like mezzanine. I'm like, front yeah. row for any show to me is just too. Mm. It's so, too like, cool. it's like concerts are people standing
0: up? Are they enjoying yeah, people it? People are, are they standing up? up. Really? Like, during throughout I, the show? I,
2: the show that I saw, people weren't standing up, but they were very much enjoying themselves. They were in church.
1: People were I having a great... several time. times. I was just saying... Like, I did, too. If I, I could have thrown my
2: shoe, I would have thrown my shoe multiple times.
0: Oh, my God. Outside I was I would be body. And especially if I hear Ayana sing, that's the, that's the main reason why I need to go is to hear Ayana sing. I mean,
1: scream. she sings amazing, but that's not why <laughs> the show is amazing. Like, okay. she yeah. sounds Those great, but mm-hmm. it's, you're going to see Michael Jackson. She yes, sounds incredible. you're going to see... You're, going, you're to going, going to go
2: see here the incarnate of Michael Jackson. Two, okay. two, beautiful, two very different beautiful incarnates of Michael Jackson. Yeah. Okay.
1: They're beautiful. Well, I'm,
2: yeah. I mean, I'm That's,
0: really. Everybody keeps typing it awesome, up, y'all.
2: It's really. Don't it's where I'm like. You know me, you know, look, first of all, Drew, you know me.
0: I know, I know. That's why I'm like really <laughs> no, surprised that this is, this is, <laughs> this is <laughs> the talk do. around it. Me too. Because you town. know that people are, you know, have been talking about protesting the show and how uh, they For don't what? know why they're doing, you know, Michael Jackson musical because of the allegations and the documentary oh, okay. and um, yeah. that sort of thing. But, uh, you know, Black me. folks, we are Michael Jackson down. Like we just watched a Janet doc- documentary. Did y'all watch a Janet yeah. documentary?
1: I haven't had a chance to.
0: Y'all got to get into that. Oh, oh
1: yeah, my I want to, but I just—I'll a- how much of a
0: Janet fan I am.
2: Oh, Janet, all day. Janet, I'm, oh I'm more a Janet
0: fan. Well, I, I posted on my story on Instagram uh, when I saw her when I saw her for the first time um, at an Out One Hundred event in 2017, 2018, and um, I lost my mind. I literally lost my like. I didn't, and I wasn't expecting to do that. I knew Janet was coming. I knew that she was being honored. I was right by the stage, but I literally lost my mind. I thought that like, I don't know. I, ha- I had so much, Um, I had so much, I don't know. I'll just, I'll just let you hear. Like, this is me hearing, seeing Janet for the first time Um, in my life. And I just didn't know what to do. <laughs> Like why am I screaming like that? Like I
1: had another friend who went to that event, and he, he was very, very shocked that she, like he again, everyone up. knew that she was gonna be there, but that she showed up, and then to see her in person was just like a really. And she was dressed down, like it out was, of body experience. Oh my yeah, god, she's I mean, the, she's the one, she's the
2: one, she's the, the one. The energy that, like, of would, it all was
0: so, so like, where, like, why am I screaming like that? One and then two, where is that range like I am literally in the rafters like I don't even know if I had that anymore like where is that range,
2: <laughs> the range not the excitement
0: range. <sighs> I just it's, I, I it's I'm childlike
1: excitement mm-hmm. yeah I don't even Child think
0: I get excitement. that anymore but I'm only screaming for two people Janet and Beyonce like
1: Beyonce is mm-hmm. pretty major like oh my gosh the first
0: time I saw Beyonce in concert um, like up close at Revel um, in Atlantic City I lost my mind. I couldn't even. I, I, I mean, I'll be going back and listening to the video. Like I am crazy. I'm sort of embarrassed. Like that. I just never. That's
1: a lot. That's it's a lot. Insane. Um, like, there, it's insane. Like it's a lot. It's it's out of this world. I mean, when I was a kid, I wanted to see Michael so bad. I was obsessed. With my, the first concert I ever saw was that concert on HBO, I believe, in the '90s. And on Wait, the which 13th, concert? The Dangerous Michael, the Dangerous, Dangerous Tour. Okay. Yeah. Yeah one of the television in, in the kitchen. So I could moonwalk. Like that was what I was like, and I was in elementary school, six, five, mm. one of those ages, like what is this? 93. So mm. I don't mean, I was, I've always been, like, I would have been one of those people, like, crying. Yeah, people were you exploding
2: know? when he used to come on the
1: stage. Yeah, would I would have like, been, yeah. weeping, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. so this, like, I think I said this last, this was, like, an opportunity it's, to- it, it gives you- it Yeah. Yeah, like I felt honored. Yeah, yeah, it was very I beautiful. For very
2: me, honored. it was, like, a Wow, a oh my gosh,
0: gorgeous- so I
1: feel like I'm going
0: to scream right now just thinking about it, because if I have ever saw Michael Jackson in concert, I would lose well, it. Well, sometimes like,
1: you will, because you're, like, what the, like, the there fuck. were moments where I was like, <laughs> you're like,
0: now my heart is beating fast, y'all, I'm excited, I'm scared.
1: But vocal it's, just it's, sounds just like Michael, yeah. like, there are oh really small God. moments where you're it's like, gorgeous. okay, that was a little not, you know, that might have not been yeah. exact, but that's just because you know the, you, we know the voice, we, we know, but that was literally like one or two times that happened, yeah. where you're like, yeah. okay, now I can see that, oh, this is not really Michael, but then there are moments where you were like, this sounds... Just.
0: Oh my God! Like, yo, I am, oh
1: it's my really, God. it's really a show that is for the.
2: It's, it's coming really,
0: back. The rain is coming it's a, back. <laughs>
2: it's, it's really a show that is for the fans. Like, if you had any love, even with all the complication stuff, like with all that, mm-hmm. like, but like, because I definitely had my, I watched that damn special and I was like, I can't, I, I watched it too. To this music. I can't listen to this music and I have to sort of mourn my idea of him. You know what I mean? And mourn all the, all that stuff. But there is something about even, and of course, being conflicted when it was coming, when the show was coming out. But then walking in there and seeing it and seeing the offering of it, there's I, 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 I saw Issa Davis after mm-hmm. and she and we all are like, this is I'm conflicted because this was the this is fire. But she was even like, you know, I feel like Lynn and this group of people like kind of gave him back to us in a way that we could take him. Do you know what I mean? Mm, like gave oh him God. back to us. That the way that Issa just like described it. She was like, I feel like she gave him back to us.
0: I hate and I was
1: like, this, yeah, but- yeah
0: that documentary didn't move me not none oh my god. oh
1: i mean i i've it it weirded me out a little bit
0: um it weirded me out but then i started doing research and the the timeline and the the court case uh some of the things just didn't match like there was some a lot of inconsistencies in the timeline and uh the recounting of things and that is
1: why they are allegations
0: yeah and and i don't know i i I always i think that there's a high
1: possibility that he was inappropriate with with uh, there was a high possibility there was just some weird shit in there Mm -hmm. the fact that there were just children in the bed in general is enough yes you know and the fact that the parents had absolutely no boundaries but it was michael jackson so you kind of understand that because Because he was a
0: like, Jackson it, yeah he was a like, nobody ever has nobody has ever reached the level of fame no and notoriety around the world
1: like Michael but like Michael. I don't know I, I guess I choose which sucks like that we can opt to do that yeah, like yeah. Mm-hmm. I choose not to you know think about that part just because I was a big fan and of course like when I, I will watch anything <sighs> that is Michael so of course yeah, I yeah. watched the documentary and I was like really taken aback but um, but did I like delete his music from my catalog? Like, no, I, like, I, I can't. And You're see, that's kidding.
0: why I feel like, oh, I, I feel can. so bad because I, I got rid of R. Kelly instantly.
1: Well, it's, you know, a diff- like-
2: well, it's very different. It is different because I feel like Michael Jackson is very much embedded in our DNA, you know? And there's like just studies on music. And that music actually, depending on right, right, like depending on whatever music you listen to, but music is literally designed to give you more sympathy and empathy. Period. Right? Mm-hmm. Like that's just when music is designed. And like there is, you're right. There is no artist that I can think of that is embedded culturally Expansed and generation. worldwide and generationally. Right? Mm-hmm. Like these kids who are playing him were not old enough to to hear him any like live. Right yeah they were not yeah. even old enough for like the top to for him for where he was at as his peak they weren't even old enough to experience him right they weren't even yet, born they right. weren't born and so like and Definitely. yet I'm watching like an eight like I'm watching like a twenty year old incarnate like it's crazy because because he's so culturally in our DNA that it could be passed down like yeah. that that interpreting him can be passed down so it's super complicated because there is nobody who was so like if he was not as popular mhm it might be a different story how we're able different. to take this up right and with r Mike, r Mike, Kelly,
1: Mike. people still listen to fucking r kelly have you been to harlem recently that's true that's they always true. they always sing that's also true it's a it's we <laughs> have cool. an outside party or a, a cookout <laughs> yeah. or whatever it is but they used to be playing r kelly all the time in the summer you know so if like, we had
0: like a I, I thought about this too like if we had a um a king of you know michael jackson's the king of pop if we had a king of broadway who would be the king of Broadway? Stop. Uh, we don't we, have anyone
2: who works consistently enough. Lin to be Manuel the king Miranda.
1: Of <laughs> I mean, you can say what you want oh, to say, but, like, but listen, money
2: wise, award wise, consistency wise, and
1: also give back wise. Let Legend wise? Like this nigga Ugh, is. Okay. He, he's, Hamilton is know, the I stuff of legends now. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. How many like, stars he, have come out of Hamilton? Also. He's. Encanto, fucking Moana, like yeah, he, yeah. yeah. Very well, he saved the drama bookshop. And like, you know
2: what I what hate that
0: Encanto is he so good. He saved
2: the drama, drama bookshop. bookshop. <laughs> he didn't have to do that. Niggas don't read books. Like, you know it is you know, beautiful. <laughs> y'all been in I there it once. Nice. It's, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. He
1: would probably let stand. us
2: record there. Like, <laughs> and that's complicated,
1: right? That's also complicated,
0: It's <laughs> right? Right. Oh, I hate that. How did I ask that question? I hate it so
1: Because we're talking about like the King of Broadway. Is Lynn and the Queen is Audra.
0: Yeah. No, that's facts.
1: Oh, that's uh, it is what it is.
0: Oh, uh, okay. That's what it is. Now I hate my question, but okay. Well, I mean,
1: who were you <laughs> thinking? Did you have anyone in mind? No, I just, I just thought of that. nope Oh my. Who um, else could it be? I don't know who Even else could it be. I mean, my nigga dead.
0: Yeah, he's But I mean, so is Michael Jackson.
1: Sure. I guess, but sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would say, like, I guess maybe he's the king, but then you have to say, like, well, what is the king? You know, what does that mean? Really? What are,
0: what are the qualifications?
1: Yeah, because he's not, you know, Lynn is also a performer. He's also a is star. He relax. He is Lin is a performer, and he does have a very like he has a really he's he's a good quality in performance. I saw his Hamilton. And it was not like, what the fuck?
0: Did is you see name? that that TikTok <laughs> of the boy uh, doing an impression of Lin I Lin. love it.
1: Yes. It's, amazing. It's, it's amazing. it's spot on. It's, it's amazing. spot on. It's amazing. But that's the good thing about Lin as an actor is that he's able to capture himself. And that's literally what all actors are kind of striving to do. He just has very specific quirks yeah. that are like kind of obvious. Like, you're like, oh my God. But it's like, you know he's able to capture his quirks, like a like a Christopher Walken or like a mm-hmm. fucking like Johnny Depp has like a weird fucking cadence when he talks. Like you I'm still know, not gonna let him, like I'm that. still not
0: letting people forget that he said the n word multiple times.
1: When I don't remember this
0: multiple time he's performed I, and said the n word in songs and yeah. um. <laughs> I, <don't laughs> I do. I could be hearing when uh, Latinx <laughs> folks, people that are non-black, be saying the like N-word. Fat Joe.
1: What do you mean?
0: Yes, Fat Joe too. I don't, I give, don't a fuck. give a fuck. Okay. Um, I, well, I mean, I'm saying I don't give a fuck if you like Latinx or not. You should not. Be, if you're not black, you shouldn't be saying it.
1: I don't care if you're from New They're York. I don't give a fuck that. about none of that.
0: Like, I've gone off on a couple of friends that live here in New York that have said, oh, I, I grew up with this, You know, these are my folks. I grew up in Harlem like.
1: Give Unless you're calling me a nigga Mm-mm. or you're in my presence. Nope. No, no, no. I, feel, nope. I just don't. I, I really just don't care.
0: I care and because of you care.
1: I just don't. I don't. Haven't heard the archives. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. Maybe if I heard it. Archives
0: y'all gotta y'all gotta look it up in here it's like you niggas because...
1: ain't shit <laughs> <laughs> i don't like, i'm not
2: i'm lies y'all i yeah i'm concerned about the music <laughs> i'm concerned about the work i'm not concerned about the, watching him on tiktok or doing anything else or I'm
1: Lord Jesus. Yeah, I'm so
2: like,
1: the work good is job. good like i still like fat joe too i do like fat joe too but like
0: yes i, I do like fat joe you know <laughs> i'm lean with it rock with it all day um what else did you guys do this week besides see, see Michael Jackson, MJ?
2: I saw, I went to the opening of Skeleton Crew. Oh, how was that? It was lovely, actually. And y'all need it to get was...
0: tickets to that because that is closing soon. That closes on February 20th. Like that, that is a strictly limited That's engagement. Limited. Um, yeah. yeah, it, it, it week, was really beautiful. Weeks, and maybe not even eight weeks, six
1: weeks. Yeah. I heard like, it was really, really fabulous.
2: It was beautiful. On opening night, like, it was just interesting to like, you know, the long road that, that I saw at the original production six years ago at Atlantic when it was in the, small like you know i did too so has it theater. changed since then not really not considerably okay. it's still essentially the same production mm-hmm. um but just different actors and then i remember seeing it again when it was on the main stage of the atlantic
0: right um oh, so we did that yes i did yeah see it. Yes.
2: so like it was one of those shows that like i've gotten to see all and i've seen like i've seen it in, yeah i've seen it in la so it was like it was just like oh right like to watch a a playwright that you've known for a long time, be at mm-hmm. it, you know what I mean? And get her debut as a playwright because it's really mm-hmm. hard for us playwrights. Like, And she's McCarthy, she's awarded and they still just kind of want us to make musicals for them, you know? So it was really, it was actually really rewarding to see her get a play that she's loved for a long time yeah. up on Broadway and to like remind myself like this is a long road. And it was beautiful and it was really yeah and it was beautiful and the actors were beautiful and it's a beautiful play um Desi, so would was, you
0: ever i keep i keep asking you to do labor but would you ever <laughs> teach like no. a playwriting class would you ever
2: um i feel I think, weird you have
0: about such a, I think you have such a unique perspective and a style in the way that mm. you write um mm. that i think is sort of um what i want to say a rarity mm. In a way that I think could could sort of uh, um, influence more people.
2: Oh, um, I've mentored yeah, and I've style. judged panel. I've I've mentored and I've judged panels. I at the moment don't have the bandwidth to do like a full out teaching. I've been offered many times to teach at mm-hmm. universities, but I like you have to really sit and, in my opinion, read people's work and really like give them time. And mm-hmm. I don't have. I'm still very much in the middle of my career in a way that. I still haven't figured out how to like put my deadlines in on time like you know, mm-hmm. you know and because I, I think I would say yes if I was just solely a writer but because I mean I'm at least like, you're
0: not losing projects with like other playwrights
2: oh I've lost projects
0: <laughs> I mean from not from from missing deadlines
2: uh-huh
0: really yes Ooh.
2: <laughs> yes absolutely. do tell it's real out here they're just like we're just gonna move on thank you so much and just send it to my my agency like like could I I've taken too long Mm -hmm. um so I've gotten things oh I quit because I'm like I can't handle I can't I said I know I said yes but I didn't mean it I have too much to do like yeah so like they'll flood writers with so much stuff on top of teaching on top of do you want to do this and you'll you'll feel pressed to say yes because also those advances are cute you sign you get like 10% of the advance you need that money Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then it's time to write and you're like shit and you signed a couple advances. Mm-hmm. Good. So I learned that lesson early to just not do, to not sign a lot you of advances. You give them back? I've, yep, g- yeah. I've given advances back.
1: Yeah. Okay. Like a book. Uh, it's like with the book thing.
2: Yeah. I've given it. I've okay. given, I mean, they haven't been like large amounts. Like I've gave one yeah. for, a, a thing, I was supposed to do something for some like, um, for some project. and And I was kind of like, I'm just, I'm just not interested anymore. And my agent was like, really? <laughs> really? I was like, That's yeah, I don't, I don't, i'm like i have other stuff to do and i just i wasn't really that interested when i said yes you know and sometimes you just do that so mm-hmm. yeah if it, if it was if i was a teacher course it'd be like it'd be like maybe the business of playwriting and writing but at the moment i don't have so i do like some mentoring on the side i do have people hitting up my dms being like can you read this for me and sometimes and i'll do a once a month dm answer While i'll go this person that i do not know that is asking me to read something that literally costs money to do Mm-hmm. i will do and so there's, and it's usually like i like pick out that clock I'm like oh this is the black girl and i'll go ahead and read her play and give her feedback
0: oh that's wonderful so,
2: so i I've, nice. I've, I've, i so i give people feedback and stuff like that periodically but a whole course i also feel like though i do write i feel like i snuck into it <laughs> because i because i acted first and because i didn't go to school for it there's still a yeah. part of me that feels weird to teach it i don't know
0: Gotcha.
2: Yeah, I can I feel that, yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, because
0: I didn't go to school for anything I, anything that I'm doing now and, and people are always asking me, how do you build a brand? And can I just pick your brain? Pick my brain for what? Child, <laughs> I'm just trying to survive and live. I'm just doing what my heart tells me to do, shit.
2: I'm um, still trying to pick my own brain.
0: Right, shit. Like, I don't even know what's all up in here. Can't even get it all out myself how to
1: use. Um, Kim, what, what was going on with you this week?
2: Um, this work?
1: I went to work. I shot something at the end of the week and then I went back to work. You shot what? What you shoot? Can you talk about it? I can't it? tell you. No. Oh. <laughs> I can't. Well, tell I mean, you.
0: You, <laughs> like we can't even like anywhere near around it and on a
1: podcast? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I cannot tell you. <laughs> I mean, you can't um, anything, a TV show, a movie. A- I can't tell you. I'm not saying anything. So Anyway, not a movie Damn. in two days. No. Um, I don't know. It might a, a that would have been like on, a, hey, sir, can I help you? Um, <laughs> no. So I shot something in the week, and then I went back to work. Had a tough day yesterday. It was just very rough vocally. I think I'm a little swollen. It's just super annoying. And then I have, yeah. of course, of course, I have auditions for musicals, which I rarely, rarely get anymore because no one's really – making them Mm -hmm. like they're not it's not like how it used to be you know and I also just like don't really go in for regional things unless they're like new um so it's just like okay it's great but having to sing all the time and speak Mm -hmm. all the time is a little much it's a lot so I don't know I might go to the ENT if you know, things don't just kind of clear up, but yeah, that's been the week. I've just been a little bit um, stressed and a little overwhelmed with mm-hmm. everything. It's just everything. It's just constant, just moving Yeah, all the time. I mean, so, you are booked, Kim. You I am. Like, and I've been booked for a long time, but people, you know, people don't. I remember um, when you wasn't booked and that's, I mean, that's the glory. Hey, I, glory,
0: hallelujah. That's I remember great.
1: that too. I Come mean, on. But, you know, people people talk about Broadway a lot and we talk about, you know, our stars and we talk about everyone doing their thing. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when you do this consistently for like four and five years, like no one talks about that because most people who are stars don't Don't do do that that. because Mm -hmm. a they don't want to b they don't have Have to. to. You know, mm-hmm. to constantly be in something over and over and over and mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again. They want to be in it for it. a little time to propel them to their award and their opportunities. But mm-hmm. like the real, like the heart of Broadway are the people who are doing it for four, five, six, ten, twenty 10, 20 years. The same shit over and over again. It is a moving train that does mm-hmm. not stop. Mm-hmm. And you cannot get off unless you quit or maybe you get a vacation or you book something else. But even then it's just like a fucking train. And it's sometimes like, I feel I'm very blessed and I'm very thankful, but sometimes it is hard to evoke balance between that, trying to also move forward career wise. Like I signed up for a class that, you know, I need to take a class for TV and film. There's something missing there for me. Mm -hmm. Um, there's something missing there because I'm not booking anything. So I'm like, there's something missing. I'm just not super comfortable in this medium, you know, being on top of stuff and also being on top of my family. And and that's good that you can acknowledge that.
0: Um, yeah. It's just,
1: it's a lot. Yeah, oh, that's And it. take
0: the moves to, to improve. That's why Rihanna's I love a about you, Kim. I love awesome. that about you. You said what? Pregnant.
1: Rihanna, she's pregnant. So random, but I just oh. found that out. Okay. <laughs> I just decided to share with the world. I, I like Rihanna a lot, so I like her too.
0: And, and I'm I'm upset that it's ASAP Rocky's baby. Really, um, he is a clown, a, a buffoon. <laughs> oh, um, He's cute I don't though. Know him. Uh, he said something <laughs> he <is cute>. really <laughs> ill about black women. Great
2: teeth.
0: He said something really ill about black women some time ago. He, he has sure some he really did. fucked up views. He's
1: abuse. a black um, man. They all yeah.
0: do. <laughs> oh God, that's yeah. not true. <laughs> it, <laughs>
1: it is.
2: It's about. a. It's a little true. oh
1: sorry
2: it's true sorry it's a little true he's a
1: rapper black black male rapper from a city sorry it's a given sorry i hate that i hate that we we hate it too black (laughs) men are the fucking worst when it comes to black women (laughs) and we all know that we hate it too yeah but anyway good for them (laughs)
0: yes right um anyway i forgot what we were talking about i'll say I, was, I love that about you that you can acknowledge that there's there's room for improvement and also you know critique yourself just as you do anyone else um so i love that uh this week for me i am in vegas i went to i came to vegas to um be with some friends it was time it was a, a time that i needed to show up for some friends of mine uh, my friend renita my best friend from high school had her 35th birthday and she was coming to vegas to celebrate um her grandmother who was like my grandmother um is not doing so well health wise and so keep her in your prayers um and I was going to fly home to to be with her and her grandmother but she was saying that she, you know she was going to be here and in Vegas so I said well let me just fly out to Vegas and meet you and I also have another friend um that lives here who I was in her wedding last year it was the first time me being you know the man of honor in a wedding and um she lives here with her wife and um, so I came to visit them as well. So it was, you know, two birds with one stone showing up for my friends and I just needed some time away. Um, little did I know <laughs> that it was a, a space and time that I actually needed to be away from the city. Um, God set me up in a, in a way that came very, um, became very clear to me later when I, some, some information was revealed to me. Um, and it was a test and a trial uh, for me to move through it emotionally. I am also eight days sober. Um, I've told you all before that I've tried to quit. I've talked about it on the show. I um, uh, tried to, to uh, quit smoking, you know, cigarettes, um, marijuana. I'll be very transparent and say I've done, you know, recreational drugs, a little bit of cocaine, some molly, uh, uh, Percocets, you know, pills, things of that nature, um, you know, that's, you know, not no heroin or anything like that. But um, I have experimented with some drugs and done some things and, and self-medicated over the years. Um, and I'm very open about that due to my uh, anxiety and depression that has um, spiraled over the years and, and, and it is fluctuated and it's a roller coaster and it's a journey and over the past eight months I've been um, in therapy as well as um, uh, taking you know medication um, for, you know, taking antidepressants and uh, ADHD medication. Um, And so I've been experimenting with different types of of cocktails, and I think I finally found something that works for me because before, um, you know, the medication I was taking, I so desperately wanted to work. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to take this. I'm just going to keep taking it. It doesn't matter. And the side effects were like killing me, where I was having crazy insomnia. I was, um, you know, staying up for four and five days, working all the way through, and then crashing for two days where I literally was like sleep, could not get out of the bed, sleep for two days straight. Um, And yeah, that was, it was just not healthy. So I ended up switching to something different. um, And that started last week. And that sort of was the catalyst for me, um, uh, you know, quitting everything because my doctor was like, you know, don't, don't mix this with anything. We want to see if it actually works. So please do your best not to smoke, not to do, you know, drink alcohol with it so that we can see if it actually works for you. And I'm so desperate to get better. I said, yes, (laughs) I will do that. Um, and I'm eight days sober, y'all. I don't think I've been this, this sober since before, like the pandemic when I was, you know, auditioning for shows and I did, you know, my Carnegie hall debut and, um, you know, I booked those shows right before the pandemic and was out in Virginia doing dream girls. And I was like two months sober, um, to where I was, you know, like really working out every day and feeling really good about myself and starting that journey. So, um, I'm back there and it feels really good because I've been wanting to get back there for a a long time. Um, mm. and it's just been very difficult so to be eight days sober to be a uh, clear-headed and open-minded um to see my path in front of me feels really great and also i don't think that um the the information that sort of rocked my world would have um i wouldn't have been able to process it the same way mm. um it hurt really bad um it hurt and eventually i'll be able to talk about it and you know sometime it'll be a little while Um, as I go through this process, um, I will be, I'm going to be as open as I've always been. I'm going to be as honest as I've always been as soon as I can. Um, yeah. And that's what I, that's what I I will say. As soon as I can, I will, I'm going to spill it all. Um, but right now I have to, um, you know, be strategic and figure out how to, um, make things work and, and keep moving in the meantime. Um, because God has not, brought me this far to leave me. Um, And so I'm trusting him because if I trust myself, I would be in jail. (laughs) I would be in jail. So it is only by the grace of God that I was not in the city, that I was not on drugs or doing some type of something when I discovered what I discovered. Um, Yeah, uh, um, and I'm, I'm holding, that is, I'm holding on to that. And I knew that once I got through that sort of information, when I called you guys, I texted you guys and told you, and um, I cried and, and um, I prayed and I said, God, I need you to take it. Cause I, my whole body on fire. Um, yeah. So, ooh, I, I still am, am flabbergasted of how I made it through. Cause it was so much, y'all know I feel so deeply. Y'all know I feel hard, like, and I think this was like the bottom of the barrel that I've ever felt in my in my life, um, beyond some of like the scandals that I've gone through publicly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this was this was that, and um, it's part of my journey. And that's all I'm gonna say. It's part of my testimony, and I will survive this as well. And I will keep moving and going, and um, I'm proud of myself, y'all, because this is major growth for me. Um, yeah. I'm proud of myself. Um, I sort of reconnected with my dad too, off of this, you know, this particular thing, um, in a way that I really needed. I really needed my father. Um, Mm -hmm. I really needed my father, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Uh, and he showed up for me. And um, you know, I told you I've been I've been in in um, I've been in um, a rough space with my parents for some couple of years, Um, and his medication also has me feeling stuff that I sort of pushed down,
2: that I didn't realize I was pushing down. Um, And I also, I miss my mom. I miss my mom, y'all. And I haven't said that in in two years,
0: because I haven't missed her. Um, But something about uh, seeing some pictures of us, I was younger and during Christmas time and stuff, and um, me just going through things by myself, and um, yeah, I'm not going to go too deep on it, but, um, you know, there are times that I miss my mother, and I wish that we had something better, um, that I could um, be in relationship with her in a healthy
2: way, and um, yeah, so it's just a lot it's a
0: lot that that I had to deal with this week. And I also had to keep showing up for myself um, and keep taking care of myself. And so how do you do that when I'm so used to to just not being able to move when I feel those things? And and in this case, I was able to, I had to get up. I had to 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 get to the gym. I had to show up for my friends in town. I had to do other things. And I think this is one of the first times in a long time that I was able to actually move in the midst of sorrow, in the midst of despair, um, and that's new for me. And so, um, yeah, this week was a learning week. It Was a learning week, and um, I, I, this is the end of my my sabbatical for January. Tomorrow, I head back to the city and I start, you know, hitting the ground running. I go see MJ the musical opening night tomorrow. I have to work the red carpet. I have to go to Skeleton Crew the next night after that, so I can see it before it closes. I'm going on Sugarland on Saturday. Um, you know, the the Broadway sessions, Black History Month concert that I always love to go to every year is on the February 3rd on Thursday. Um, So it's just a lot happening that I have to to move. And I don't think I've ever been able to, the moment, like Nguzi, you know, the moment something despairing happens to me, I am out. I'm down, I'm (laughs) off. There is, you can't tell me, I'm not doing shit. I'm not posting shit. I'm not showing up for shit. I can't talk to you. I can't write an article. I can't do an interview. And despairing shit happens in our lives all the time. I don't know. It's just, I feel a sense of, of freedom in a way that I have never felt before to be able to move. That's a that's a privilege. I don't, I don't know how, am I explaining this right?
2: No. Yeah. Okay. We're just, listening. We're just, no listening. just, we're just listening holding it like for so long. We're just holding. We're just, yeah, holding we're, just space. we're just holding the space.
0: Um <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm just talking for so long. I'm just like
2: You are, but know. we are just holding a space for you to talk.
0: I appreciate Girl, it. Um, yeah, this is this is new for me. Yeah. At at 34 years old, I am I am learning how to adult, I guess. And and there is a sense of shame that comes with that, you know. Um but I have to, to remember that um, I can't beat myself up for not knowing how to get help or not having help or, you know, taking the time to, to taking so much time to get help or whatever, you know, I have to, I have to operate in the now. And, you know, there's a sh- sense of shame in that and I'm trying to, to release that. Um, my friend told me the situation I'm going through. She was like, I just really want you to know that this has nothing to, this says nothing about who you are. It says nothing about who you're not it has everything to do with um something else and and um yeah and so yeah it's just a life lesson week and also being 8 days sober um and and so yeah so when i get back i'm going to um start going to aa meetings well i started i went to one with a friend of mine and it really sort of changed some perspective for me um so i think i'm going to start going there and and i'm um, visiting that on sundays um in soho oh i shouldn't should i say, can i say that
1: you um say whatever uh, you want you just can't say names but you can say where you go to meetings they also have them online and why yeah. you want to one in soho why don't you go to one that's like near your house
0: um because i i liked the energy at this one and mm. i huh? when i see white people in despair it makes me feel better. I don't know how to.
1: <laughs> well, they do be at all of them, you know. Like oh, no, no, no,
0: no, at this one, this be like the people that live in Soho and they be having money and they be having problems.
1: Well, yeah, <laughs> that's how addiction be working. Yes, I know,
0: and I'm I'm sorry, but that makes me feel better when I hear their <laughs> stories and they qualify and they t- talk about their life and stuff, and then, you know, and then also I feel like maybe I need some, you know, some white friends that you know. Are possibly on the same journey, and so like this is my connection to white people in a way that you can I don't also go
1: Like I know I can. I know. okay I'm like you could do online. You could do. Oh, I mean, I don't know, but I, I'm so serious. But I
2: know that. I know you're serious, but it's so funny to be like, I just need, I need white people suffering to make.
1: <laughs> like it, it encouraged me to keep going. Like AA is fucking <laughs> weird. I mean. L- I want to encourage I, I want to I've encourage your healing. I want to encourage you. I've never been to AA. Is that does that sound crazy? Do I need to it believe it? No, no, it, no, doesn't it actually crazy.
2: doesn't sound crazy at all. It's just funny. It's just no, what it's it is. Funny. I mean, it's funny because it's, it's true.
1: And it's the, just dude, like I don't want to hear crazy. other
0: black people say, It makes me sad. I don't want to see other oh, black people suffering.
1: Well, I bad. feel like I don't know. Like to me, like I've never been to AA because I'm not an alcoholic, but I have been to Al Anon. And what's that? I, Al Anon is for people who are impacted by people who are alcoholics. Okay, got you. So it is the same thing. It is just for people who are affected. And there are a lot of p- participants in AA at Al Anon because mm-hmm. a lot of people who are alcoholics
0: were affected f- by,
1: were affected or have friends or a spouse mm-hmm. or a family. Sibling or a child or whatever, mm-hmm. um, it is the fucking weirdest thing. But I mean, it's 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 a tool for sure. Yeah, that's why I, I
0: need a tool. I need guidance. To I'm me, all like, the stories are so.
1: Wrong. It was one of those neutralizers for me. Like it didn't. I actually found myself like I didn't really look at race at all, really, because the stories were so crazy. Like yeah, the things that people were going through or people who like as people who were alcoholics and then had to go to Al Anon or people, the wives and the whoever. I mean, the shit was when I talk about a fucking equalizer, mm-hmm. it, I mean it was as far as the stories themselves, so we can get into the politic of addiction on another fucking day. But right, as far as like the emotional strife, the Sorry shit in the home Mm -hmm. it is it it is oh my god it's so it is very it's very powerful and it's like I felt like I was frozen like I felt like I was just like like I've I've went on the internet during the pandemic and Mm -hmm. um in person or whatever but it is I don't know I had the opposite reaction but I know AA is a different experience from hearing about people who have attended AA it is, but yeah. a lot of the 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 meeting structure
0: is the same, right?
1: Is the same.
0: <laughs> well, I went and after I left, I um, went and bought two bottles of wine and got drunk as hell. Um, but yeah. it resonated with me That's so deeply that I, yeah, like I just it's not I, a I, oh qualification
1: God, like, to be sober in AA. Just, and it's not, um, but
0: also like it was my first meeting. I was going to to support a friend that was qualifying that day, and I ended up really having to um, be uh ended up really having to be you know present and sober when I got there because they they don't want you to you know if you do go they they recommend that you don't speak if you are have had any type of drugs that day um so I wanted to like if I wanted to speak I wanted to have the option to speak if I you know went um and I ended up I ended up speaking and and basically telling you know part of my story and oh I never after um Right afterwards, I went home and got two bottles of wine and got drunk and, and mm-hmm. did a couple bumps of cocaine and smoked a couple blunts and, and thought about being sober that whole time.
1: You had a buffet.
0: Um, you said what else?
1: I said you had a buffet.
0: I did, Deep. I did, because I had some left over. So I was like, I'm not just but if I'm gonna go sober, I'm not just gonna lead this. <laughs> That's the addict for you. I can't just leave this here. <laughs> that,
1: I can't leave this. That is that so is interesting.
0: So I, I was like, found well, if I'm gonna to start. I can't do it. I can't. If I start, if i said, I'm going to start like thinking about being sober. I was thinking about being sober the whole time I was doing those drugs. Um, I was like, I just have yeah, to. Just I'm sure, I
1: feel like that's what most people be.
0: Yeah. So thinking I was like, like I got my little, my little I'm care package.
1: Last time.
0: I got my little care package together and I did those things. And then I um, said, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this. And I just began. Um, yeah. And I didn't, I'm not looking back. I don't, I, I feel good about it. I'm not looking back. And also the medication I think is really helping with that because I haven't had a craving for a cigarette at all. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is wild to me. Um, But it also has been fucking with my appetite. So I know that I'm going to be like really snatched. And I also have to make sure that I eat. I have to be very mindful about eating um, and force myself to eat. So yeah, um, all of that's happening. So um, we're going to move right along because we ain't got that much time. Um, Let's move on to hot topics. We love to talk about so much shit. So now it's time to topics. All right. Um this week in hot topics. Oh, I forgot to tell y'all, I got a call from um uh Philip Boykin. Philip Boykin's in Music Man. Um, Music Man is now not inviting critics before opening night,
2: which is I saw that. I like that. I Ooh. love that. I do. I love I it. I love it. It's not I done. I love it. Also, also, they have. They don't need. What? Did they aren't they sold out until? tomorrow? They're sold like, out. Yeah, they don't need. Like, what, what does the critic have to say about this show? Right. They, don't I, need, they, don't like,
0: they don't need. They don't need the reviews.
2: <laughs>
1: they do said, not no. need a
0: review. Yeah, they don't need reviews. They said, uh, "This show is already successful. We don't need you. You're not coming until after the show opens."
1: Yes,
2: ban them. Um, Thank you. I, I, I wish. I wish we all had that power. Now, like, do, you y'all, feel, do y'all feel? Do you feel? That's what it feel. used to be that's what it used that to, be. It used to be, what, be yes
1: that's it what regional shows yeah. do like in la that's what they do LA. Yeah. i wonder why it changed i
0: need to do research on why it
1: changed the press got more powerful than the art form
0: got you okay um that's what and i mean critics were also going to is...
2: pre-broadway critics used to go also to pre-broadway tryouts they were going yes. the pre-broadway tryouts yeah. to pan shows yeah so critics, literally, you brought this on yourselves. I just want to say that you brought this shit on yourselves. Yeah. Um, the culture, the cultures of critics have real—it's a toxic fucking culture. And
0: I'm fine with that too because now it doesn't—it doesn't like there's no real deadline on giving reviews. Like I can still review the show, you know, after it opens. Like I I like that. I wish everybody would go back to that because I'm tired of having to like rush to get the review done and before opening night. Like fuck that. I want the
1: review done. I I want. The as actual a reader, I want a review right. done within the first week of oh, you need to give yeah, me a, yeah, yeah. With so like open so I can decide so if I want to see want to it or see not, it, right? If that's what I'm using as a deciding factor. But yeah, like reviewing very previews is just a setup. Yeah, you could cut, you could literally cut like a whole half of an act if you wanted to. Yeah. And shows have now been forced
2: because of this, also, shores. Like, I I know for off Broadway shows, off Broadway shows, we have much shorter runs, right? And so, like, you know, theaters and institutions are worried about locking in shows, like, weekend of previews, because that's when the reviewers are coming. And it's like, as a writer, as an artist, I want to be able to keep working until opening. Um, And so, like, yeah, but sometimes we're forced to be like, oh, this is the, we want to lock it in before the reviewers come. Mm-hmm. And I'm not writing my plays for for viewers and for But critics. it's also but the culture has but the culture has changed like in how we work because we're working towards oh um, this is mm, this is the weekend critics are coming. You want to come? You want you want to come that play? You want to come that play? But we right. should. But the but the critics have become so
1: powerful that we're working towards that. So yeah. And you can technically change things whenever you want. There are these weird rules yeah. that we subscribe <laughs> by that we all thought were rules. But once I did that Book of Mormon shit, I was like, oh wait niggas can change whenever they want we can people can literally change they did it with frozen too they added like a whole new song you can i mean they rest in peace they are not on Broadway no more but you know what i mean like you yeah. can literally change shit in your show whenever the fuck you want True. um not for not for profit not okay, okay, totally. well, for not
2: for profit okay
1: for the yeah. for the profit people
2: yeah not not for not for profit and for the profit well, people, it's it- like there's there's a there's a it's like after a certain amount of time why is it
0: different for
2: because because it's a because it's like it's just a short run it has a lot to do with short run when a show runs longer like a director can come in give notes like a lot like the rules are like directors can't really give notes after opening but the the actual thing is like they can do it like after a week just to make sure that the show is well into the run like yeah they
0: could change they
1: could literally yeah sit yeah, down it's and like they can a rehearsal time. and mm-hmm. they can change the shit if the producer's okay then the, yeah everyone's a producer. A sandwich, yeah that's more it. of a
2: producer thing sure. a producer can come in and fire an actor if they don't like the job that they're doing like Cameron McIntosh was infamous for coming in during runs of les mis
1: and being like who's that nigga fire <laughs> but then they gotta pay you out but yes
0: yeah <laughs> um yeah um okay I I well like i was, i was talking about um music man. Um, that's, that was the, the news of the week, the re- them changing the review schedule. But Philip Boykin called me this week, so I'll be going to opening. I'll be um, styling him for his opening night. I have to design a custom outfit like I did for him for the Tony. So in 2018, uh, when Once on This Island was um, nominated for Tony and he was nominated, um, I designed a, a custom tuxedo for him, um, which I love to this day. Um, it was one of the most Uh, enjoyable things that I've done, you know, I'm not not, uh, a fashion girl, I'm not in the fashion industry, but I do have, you know, a little bit of fashion roots. Um, My mother was a designer in Chicago growing up. And um, I remember her telling us a story about uh, her designing a a dress that had buttons all the way down the back. And when she would go out in this dress that she designed and had made, um, people would follow her into the bathroom, because it was so beautiful, wanted to know where she got it. Um, and my mom, you know, is really into fashion and always has been. Um, and uh, you know, that got away from her when she moved away from Chicago when she was 25. And so, um, you know, 24, 25. Well, well, actually, don't give me the line. It might have been yeah, like around there when her 20s. Um, I was born when she was 25. So, um, yeah. But that was you know something that sort of helped. Felt like I, it connected me with my mom when I did that, and I was really excited and happy to do it. And it brought me a lot of joy. I also designed my outfit that year. Uh, that the jumpsuit that you see me wear from time to time, with the um, the gold and the black, uh, um, you know, tuxedo jumpsuit that that you know, it's very uh, flamboyant, if you will. I wore it also to the to the uh, Metropolitan Opera for um, "Fire Shut Up in My Bones," and. Um, so I wear that from time to time, and I like, you know, designing things here and there. And so Philip is trusting me to, to make him look good for opening, and I'm excited to do that this week. Um, i had like 10 days. It's on February 10th. So pray for me that we can, you know, uh, achieve, and, and I'm sure that we will um, achieve it very well. And he trusts me. So um, I'm excited to do it. It's going to be fun. So look out for that. Um, okay. Also, uh, uh, OB Awards adds digital eligibility for virtual <clears throat> audio works. Um, The award ceremonies are changing this year. Um, They're also including awards all the way from 2020, uh, you know, digital stuff from 2020 and anything that's opened all the way up until 2022. So that's like two years worth of awards. Uh, The Antonios will be doing the same thing. I think we've influenced uh, these awards so very much so and I'm very proud of that. And I look forward to being uh, in company with them this year. Um, And I keep saying that because I want you to know it's coming. I've been in a lot of talks with producers and yeah, it's coming. Um, And I'm excited about it. Uh, Also, um, what was I going to say? The documentary. uh, Maurice Hines is doing a documentary that is coming to uh, stars. It is uh, called Bring Them Back. It is about, um, it is about, oh, what is this about? Let me see. The award winning documentary will stream February 1st. Um, directed by John Carluccio the film paints a portrait of the Tony nominated song and dance man following the entertainer from his tap dancing childhood to today this is Maurice Hines uh, brother of Gregory Hines uh, including an exploration of what it means to be black gay man in show business um, I love that I'm, has Maurice Hines ever uh, came out as gay publicly? I never knew he
1: was gay but I also don't think I ever really thought about his sexuality.
0: I don't think so. I've ever thought about it either, but I don't know if this is the, is this the, like the first time that I'm actually reading that this is
1: his story. Was-
0: um, I think that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in the, in the documentary, uh, it would include uh, interviews with Cheetah Rivera, um, Mercedes Ellington, uh, Debbie Allen, um, yeah and share tales from his lengthy career including broadway shows a co-starring role in francis ford coppola's the cotton club and his relationship with his brother the late gregory hines as an overarching theme i hope viewers gain a better understanding of the nuances of familial love um wow i'm I'm really interested they're supposed to send me a screener of this i need to remind them um but this was executive produced by allen uh, debbie allen and charles randolph wright um mm-hmm. who directed trouble in mind on broadway um I'm interested to see this. The film has already won jury awards at uh, DLC NYC, the Dumbo Film Festival, and the American Black Film Festival. So come on, Maurice Hines, let's get it. Um, This is, I've I've been hearing about this, but I haven't seen it yet. So they need to hurry up and send me my screener so I can talk about it some more. (laughs) Yeah, okay, so it's it's set to broadcast February 8th, uh, February 8th at 8 p.m. on Stars. So, you know, you can stream that. Oh, you can begin streaming at february 1st tomorrow
1: hmm,
0: damn. on the network february. and the broadcast is february, february 8th okay um, oh playwright nicole uh, salter uh, joins nolan williams jr as co-writer for grace the musical um, i saw a presentation of that musical i really love the music from it um, hmm. the book did need some work um, and nicole salter and nolan williams jr together i think going to really be able to handle that and and make it something special uh, the new musical will make its world premiere at uh dc's ford theater in march Um, yeah. Oh, speaking of DC 40, I'll pray for me. Y'all got some auditions that, um, y'all this medicine is, is helping me tremendously. The fact that I've been able to do self tapes and do work Broadway black stuff and show up for myself and Mm -hmm. go to the, like go to the gym and eat, eat well and show up for my friends and like actually have a normal life is crazy. Um, yeah, (laughs) I love it. Uh, Wayne Brady is a a chief creative officer of newly formed, uh, freestyle love Supreme Academy. Um, I really don't know what that means, but congratulations. Well, they have
2: a, they have like a school. They have like, yeah, the black woman who's on there who really is like giving me everything on that show. I believe they got her, like that's where they found her.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh Anissa Ford.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Is that her yes. last name? Anissa Ford? Is it Anissa Folds? Anissa Folds. I'm so okay. sorry, Anissa. You know that you my girl. I don't know why I said uh, that.
2: But yeah, uh, I believe Anissa that they Folds. got her from that Academy. So yeah.
0: Um, awesome. I love that. Go with it. Um, on Sugarland delayed uh, their start, um, which I think is smart. A lot of shows are delaying their start. A lot of shows are, you know, pausing right now to to make sure that everyone's safe. And um, I just think that's smart. Like, let's pump the brakes. What we should have been doing to begin with. Um, but you know, I support um, Alicia Harris tenfold. I love her work. I'm excited to see it On Sugarland, so I go to see that on Saturday. Um, yeah, it's a lot happening, y'all. Um, they announced the cast of Slave Play in Los Angeles. That's you'll be able to see that out there. Uh, begins February 9th at the Mark uh, Taper Forum. Um, you know, I'm always happy when Black people are working. Um, just be, you know, cautious that that play is 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 a lot and it's harmful. Um, <laughs> so see it at your own risk. Yeah, uh, probably revival for for Color Girls delays start too um
1: they still haven't announced that damn cast
0: they have not and I don't think they will for a while
1: like announce the cast (laughs) y'all I just want to know I want to know who got it I do
0: too also speaking of um you know cast members uh congratulations I don't know if we said this last time but congratulations to Dennis Stowe who is now Jafar in Broadway's Aladdin he started shows on January 25th Dennis is a spectacular so congratulations to him I think I saw him in, in what was it Moulin Rouge
1: I feel like he's um, been in every musical that's ever musical.
0: He he works. <laughs> he, he works. Um, yeah. Maybe it wasn't Mulan Rouge. I saw him in something else. Don't give me the line. Um, yeah, maybe it wasn't. Don't don't give me the line. But Dennis Stowe, he he works. Um, I see that name often, and I'm proud of him. Congratulations, brother. I can't wait to see your performance as Jafar. I look forward to coming. Um, I think that's it, y'all because I got a heart out. You know, I'm, um, and she's, look, you hear that? She's messaging me right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we thank y'all so much for a brand new episode of Off Book presented to you by Broadway Black. It's been a wonderful episode, y'all. We've been Off Book and I am Drew Shade.
1: I am Ngozi Ayo. I'm Kim Exum.
0: And we out, y'all. I love y'all. See y'all next week. Happy Black History
1: Month.
0: Woo-woo! Bye, Black, Black people. people. Bye. <laughs> Bye, y'all.